Hello, everybody. Welcome to Optional Opinion. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is part three of this week's topic. Can racism and stereotypes be overlooked because of good game sales in video games? And joining me is a very special guest. I really enjoyed this guy. He is host of Nurse Go Platinum for NurseGoRogueRadio.com, NGRRadio.com, if you guys haven't known. And if you haven't seen their podcast on YouTube, Nurse Gone Platinum, you should check it out. It's really good. Uh, Sony Focus and he uh, he podcasts with uh, Moosley and Jeff Garrison. Um, they all just bring a great perspective about PlayStation games. But he has come on Optional Opinion to have this discussion with me. Everybody, please give a warm welcome to Jason Marshall. Jason Marshall. What's up, everyone? What's up, Ed? Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Uh, uh, Before we go on, uh, can you give them a little gaming history about yourself? Sure. Um, Of course, started. I'm an 80s kid, so started Nintendo, NES, Super Nintendo. Moved into uh, Nintendo 64. Then picked up a PlayStation I haven't looked back. Um, I, I've had um, a Wii, barely played it. I do have a Switch, but pretty much Sony. Um, one, two, got more into it after college. Uh, three, obviously four. I had a PSP, still rock my Vita. Ah, the Vita. Nice. It'll, it'll, with my backlog, it'll never die. <laughs> I don't know whose backlog is worse, mine's or yours. <laughs> so, oh well, that's cool. That's really cool. Um, the reason I got Jason on here, uh, if you guys listen to part one and part two of this episode, part one had Jared Green, uh, from Irrational Passion. Uh, he came from a black perspective with me and on um, part two Jessica Hopper from Kiss Kiss Game Game came from a female perspective which was pretty good do guys check those two episodes out and Jason is coming from and I if don't take no offense from this Jason uh, you're coming from a mixed person perspective um and reason why I I love that uh, and well, reason that I chose you is because I kind of want to know how you feel, uh, being in my viewpoint as a mixed person, uh, dealing with two different races and stuff. How do you feel about some games and some of the racism and stereotypes that's placed in them? Um, so I'm going to start off with the first question. Um, how do you view characters in their placement in games? Well, I mean, I generally pick games based on the type of game, the race, it's general, I don't really look, I, I mean, it sounds like, oh, he doesn't look at race, he's just, it's perfect, he just looks at the game, but I've talked about it on our show, I actually hate character creation, mm-hmm. I, I despise it, so like to me, I'd actually prefer, give me the character, make the mm-hmm. character, and I don't, I'll play as a female, I'll play as a guy, I'll play black guy, Spanish guy, Native American, infamous, the um, second son. Yes. Um, it, 
to me, it doesn't, ultimately, it's not going to affect me um, in purchasing the game. If it's the type of game that I want to play, I'm going to play it regardless. Okay. Um, I think it can add to the story if it's incorporated the right way. Yes. But ultimately, for me, it's not going to affect my how I look to purchase the game. You just see it as, oh, this is a cool concept. Um, and I, I'm into the concept of what the game is going to be. More than oh, this is a cool character design and stuff. You you look more more of it as a concept and gameplay than the character that's leading it. Yeah, and I mentioned infamous like his background as a Native American didn't have any bearing. It was I'm a big infamous fan. I think him as a Native American added they were able to incorporate that into the story. But to me, it was an infamous game. Didn't matter who he was. Yeah, uh, I wish I got to finish Infamous Second Son. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned that you don't like uh, creative characters. Uh, when you do pick up a game like that, or uh, I don't know if you like now totally avoid it, but if you did pick up a game like that, did you try to make the character look like you, or did you just play the default character? Um, I generally stuck to the the default with the little tweaks. Here and there. I mean, I might play around, but, like, I don't want to spend, like, like Skyrim, for instance. I knew I wanted to be um, a wood elf because of the extra magic. It, yeah. And I kind of just, whatever it generated for me, I mean, I, I maybe tweaked it around, but a lot of those games, you're not even looking at your... I mean, if you're playing in first person, I mean, you don't even see, like, playing Far Cry now, I, I didn't really customize him. You don't even see them. Yeah, yeah, that was weird when I heard about that. I'm like, what the heck would Far Cry need the character creation? Like, you don't even see the player. I mean, I played, I played World of Warcraft for six plus years. Mm-hmm. I created my character the way I wanted because you do see them. And you get to look at them. So, I mean, it depends on the game, but generally, I'm not one of those people who spends, for like, those people in Fallout recreating, like, all famous people with the way they look. I, I'm not, uh, like, if I spend more than five minutes, that's too long. Oh, wow. You're just like, look, I just want to press start and go. <laughs> like, I think the longest I spent recently was Ghost Recon Wildlands. Only because, like, I wanted him to look like a badass. Ah, uh, yeah, I need to get like, back to that game, but it's just so bad. <laughs> really, I, I'm, I've been playing a bit with the Sam Fisher stuff. It's, I, I still have a blast with it. I haven't tried the Sam Fisher stuff yet. Uh, that's why I got, I like, I played the game, finished it, and then I like, took it off the system. So, uh, I got to reinstall it and stuff because I got all the guns and stuff. Um. Uh, I just, I, the story was, is ridiculous. Um, and it's such a washing machine game. Like, wash, rinse, repeat. Like, in this, oh, in the oh, whole def- game. It's just one of those games that's on my system. I'll play like half hour, 45 minutes mm-hmm. and done. I'll admit, the story's nothing. I mean, you're trying to overtake the cartel. That's it. But, uh, like, I enjoy, like, 
infiltrating a base, like, stealth, like, picking out, like, five guys with the drone and, like, taking yeah. them out. But, I mean, it's nothing, it's nothing special, but I think it was executed well. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, those parts are good. I, I, I feel powerful with the sniper gun, with the sniper rifle, because I get to be far away and I get to shoot most of them and then use my drone to take out the rest and then I take over the whole base or I finish the mission. <laughs> so, um, what we're going to move on to, uh, our next question, uh, because of their looks, do we expect certain stereotypes from them? So when we see a black character in the game, um, do we expect a, a certain stereotype? Like they're going to be a thug or a pimp and they're going to be doing all this cussing and everything. Like, uh, do you sometimes when you see characters, do you expect them to be a certain stereotype? I think it depends on the type of game. Um, when I played GTA, I just finished GTA five recently. You expect like, there's not even a fine line in that game. Like you're pretty much, if the characters are black, that you encounter, they're like uh, low-income housing, they're like criminal, like the game portrays them as that, so you yes. kind of, and you can even tell in the game, like driving and you hit like that neighborhood, they like, the game doesn't even hide it, like it automatically makes them poorer and they're like thugs and there's like drug deals, but like I feel like other games, you encounter it, I don't, you don't see that like socioeconomic like part of it. Like I mentioned Ghost Recon. I think one of the guys on my squad is black, but you don't really know any of their backstories other than they're they're ghosts with you. Like so it never I guess it I guess the if the game doesn't really bring it up, it's I don't really think about like, oh, there's a black guy on my team. You just think like I, it's because it doesn't affect his. He functions the same way as the other three mm-hmm. um, members of the team. But like a game like GTA, they make it clear, and that they like draw. They make the definitive lines: who's poor, who's not, who's gonna act like that, who won't. Yeah, because it's weird that you mentioned GTA Five or mostly the GTA games, because we'll be talking a little bit more about that. Is that kind of when you start driving in the suburbs and like the rich areas and stuff, you don't, you still don't see no black people. Um, and that and they they even point out when you uh, spoiler, but I mean the game's old. When Franklin moves into the hills, they like point out like. Oh, you're a black guy up there. What are you doing up in those in the rich parts? Yeah, and that's and I, I it's it's very weird because when you see that in Grand Theft Auto Five, then you see games like Mafia Three and even Watch Dogs Two. Like when you see those black characters, you get a very different view of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this is. The Grand Theft Auto series had so much time to grow, and I feel like they never evolved from it. It's like they they based their games on stereotypes. Well, I was actually um, while playing GTA, as it's so long, I had played Bulletstorm, mm-hmm. the full clip edition, and I was telling Jeff how Bulletstorm 
when you're Duke Nukem, they're dropping F-bombs every other sentence. But, like, it was funny. I didn't mind it. But playing GTA, whenever I had Franklin and Lamar, like, I almost cringed at they using the N-word repeat. Like, I felt like they overdid it to the point. Like, it was like, okay, we get the point. Like, you don't have to use it. Like, Bulletstorm was using it. It was amusing. This is, like, it's trying to mimic, like, this poor hood type lifestyle and it was like okay this now it's now you're just annoying and that's uh, and we're going to talk about San Andreas because they try to they incorporate that a lot in San Andreas by saying nigger this nigger that and you know even with the cops saying and it's just like okay I understand that you're trying to uh, convey the 90s in the west coast and I guess the gang lifestyle, but like you as white developers doing this dialogue, it's just like you're overdoing. And, oh yeah, oh, definitely, they're definitely overdoing it. And and I think that's why. Like, and we're gonna talk about Santa Dress. I, I just, I just, I, I always wonder. Like, definitely with you, um, being a mixed person, just like how do you. Like, how does that really make you feel when, 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 when a company is trying to convey an idea, but it doesn't work? It seems more offensive, and probably you probably can't take sides because you might want to take one side, but because of how you're seen, you can't really take. You know, you really feel like you can't really take sides or voice your opinion. I think GTA, though, is such an extreme, I don't think it shocks anymore. It's, it's not, it, I don't think it's evolved into this extreme form of, like, like you picking up a, a prostitute mm-hmm. and you going on a drive-by and the gangs dropping N-bombs and F-bombs every other word. Like, I don't think it's new to GTA 5, I mean, obviously GTA 5 is one of the best-selling games of all time for any system, but I feel GTA has been doing it for so long that people, I think it'd be a shock if it was more clean-cut, like, people would be like, what the hell am I playing? Like, I think people expect it, and it's less controversial, because it's like, yeah, there might be some uproar here and there, like, but it's, like... Like, I was playing GTA, and my wife walked in, and she, like, heard, um, you know how the cell phone plays through the controller? Yeah. And she's like, and she was like, and parents let their kids play this? But, like, to her, it was more of a shock, because she doesn't play video games. Right. And she knew GTA, but she, like, I guess hearing it was a shock. But for for me and you and, like, all the people we are around all the time with our podcast and everything... I don't think, like, a GTA coming out that's going to have, like, uh, racist stuff and insensitive stuff. And, like, it's not a shock. Because we just got, we just grown, we just got accustomed to it. Like, it's GTA. If another game did it, it probably would be a shock. Like, because you weren't expecting it. But, like, Grand Theft Auto 6, whenever it comes out, Mm -hmm. you know it's going to have the same dynamics. I mean, it would be. Uh, I'd be surprised if they changed it at all. Well, it's it like with Grand Theft Auto Five. It's just like, um, 
we didn't really have an uproar about it besides, you know, the debate that it turns people to criminals and gang shooters and, and all that crazy stuff. But then we have stuff like Wolfenstein too, and we had that controversy of, you know, people being offended because they're a Nazi, this game, uh, their take on Nazism, uh, that they're offended. And it's just like, well, the Wolfenstein series has been out in the past. It's like, why are you now trying to make a big deal? But when it's really a Grand Theft Auto game, no one makes a deal about the stereotypes in that game. Yeah, that, the whole Wolfenstein thing is, was ludicrous because Wolfenstein is almost older than both of us. And they've yes. been... Wolfenstein literally has had the same story every game since, like, 30 years now. BJ Blazquez is going to kill Nazis, and that's the game. Like, I love the games. I think they do a fantastic job. But it's the same thing. But I think the, the controversy more with Wolfenstein was more the current times. Yeah. But I don't know why they think Wolfenstein felt more realistic and, like, is GTA more cartoony? It's a, just a game, but Wolfenstein seems more... Re- I don't know, maybe... It, it also be the, the advertisements for Wolfenstein. Like, there was that one, go punch a Nazi. Yeah. But, like, who who's going to admit that they're offended of killing Nazis? <laughs> right, and it's just like, well, you, in the real world, if you, you, per, you take on this role of being a Nazi um, and spreading hate and that being your goal. So when the video game is showing you why uh, he's fighting Nazis, you take offense to that, but it's just like, well, you're offending other people in the real world. Like, this is what Nazism is about. It, it, Nazism is about hate. And in Wolfenstein 2, you're killing them to stop this hate. Yeah, your your goal is to offend everyone, but if but you can't offend Nazis. It's like, what? what? That doesn't make any sense. Right. So, um, with the plot and location, why are we forced to fight enemies? So when we when we play games that that deals with racism and stereotypes, we always are in their location and we're fighting them. Um, we never get the reverse role. So why do you think so? Well, I mean, sometimes the plot. I mean, the location. It's like, if it's trying to mimic some type of, like, the Call of Duty's trying to mimic, like, like, Black Ops was kind of Cold War. Mm-hmm. You can't be, while it's not staying true to everything, if you're trying to mimic it, you can't start, like, go to, like, Russia and then fight Japanese. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, so you kind of keep it. And, I mean, I feel like, People would find, be offended no matter what. Like, they'll find a way to be offended based on, like, oh, why is the plot here? But, like, everyone knows the Cold War was U.S. and Russia. I mean, what do you think was going to happen? Like, it, like, um, I know you're going to bring it up later, but uh, Resident Evil 5, that beginning that people felt controversial, you're in Africa, and there's, like, you're in, like, a a poorer section, and there's all these black people and there's crime. It's like, but is that, how shocking is that you're in Africa? Like 
it'd be more shocking if there was like um eastern european like gangsters walking around like, <laughs> yeah it's kind of like and i'm not saying it wasn't racist i didn't think it was but like i didn't think so that's, but but resident evil also built to that point like i mean the, the storyline has been so convoluted over the years but like mm-hmm. it mentioned like the africa was where the this lab was and this had like i mean you want them to not be realistic and just make up i think people would be more comfortable if you just made up locations like this doesn't take place in the U.S. It's just a country where there's states located. Like, I think people would feel better about that. Because then it's completely unrealistic. But do you do you think that um, when this, t- take, this stuff is taking place in location, um, do you think when it's developers outside America making these games that they don't understand the culture or the people who are going to play? Because... Japanese developers made Resident Evil 5 and we know Japanese developers probably don't know Africa fully and don't know how black people will respond to it. They just think that this is supposed to be survival horror because there's an affected bug or there's some affection that turns them, turns them into this uh, raging killers or, you know, these monsters and stuff. Well, I think we also were, like, we're spoiled by some games that put more detail in, and then you get other games where it's a Japanese developer, and the game takes place in Africa, and they didn't do as much research. Like, I remember reading, I think it was GTA, like, they they used, like, Google Maps, they took all these photos, like... Like you, like what was it? I think Watch Dogs Two. People were like, I remember, like, I think it was kind of funny. Like Greg Miller was pointing out, like, there were locations that he recognized that he's been to. Like they went the extra mile. But then you can't always. We don't know about budgets with that stuff, or like if it's a if it's a an Eastern developer and the game's supposed to take place in the states, like. I mean, Far Cry 5 takes place in the U.S., but that Ubisoft team maybe wasn't local to... I mean, they just assumed this is what a redneck town looked like. Yes. And it kind of of vice versa with us, because when we play the Yakuza games, uh, for a lot of us, if we haven't been to Japan in that area, we won't recognize... We even won't recognize the culture. And what they do in that game. You know, we we just like, oh, it's a game about beating people up and being this gangster. Like, we get that viewpoint. I get get the the need to make things authentic, but then when you actually just boil it down to what the game's about, Uh you already lost your authenticity. Like, yeah, you can make Yakuza, like, the neighborhoods look accurate, but you got this guy walking around beating up thousands of Yakuza. Like, obviously, that's not realistic, necessarily. Right. So, you gotta, like, there's gotta be a give and take, like, oh, the game didn't look realistic, but the Yakuza really works like this. Or, oh, the game looked super realistic, I recognize some of the locale, but... Uh, it was like, it wasn't realistic, like, he's walking around, like, 
the gamers are very needy and whiny. Uh, I'll admit it. We we want it all, but it's never perfect. Yes, and it's it's weird because when we think of the when we think of Asians, we think of martial arts and like. It, like Yakuza or even if you look at Ghost of Tsushima and Onomushi, it's like they have this uh, Chinese mytholo- uh, mythological feel to them and uh, when it comes to having Asian characters we think that they should know martial arts and they should deal with the supernatural like we don't really have a, a Asian character dealing with problems here in the United States or in Russia or anything like that, like you mentioned earlier. Um, because it, for some gamers, it might seem like it's out of place. I saw someone complain about um, God of War and, like, why is he always a white guy? Why doesn't he look more like the voice actor who in, is now Christopher Judge? They changed the actor mm-hmm. who's the black actor. And, like, but the perfect response to that was, like, did you not know the story? He's white because he's covered in the ash of his burned wife and child. Like, it's yes. not a race thing. Like, before you focus on the race, like, why don't you do your research? Like, I feel people are so quick to jump to that. And then it's like, maybe if you did research, he looks that way for a reason. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think a lot of gamers, and sometimes, I, not even gamers, I think people on the outside who don't really play video games, they see something and they create some kind of controversy or they create these questions and just deem it as offensive without really knowing the background or doing any research. In a sense. Yeah. So... Um, we're going to move on. Uh, Russians and, the, and Iranians and first-person shooters seem to be used for a while. Do you think it's fair for them to be seen in that manner? Well, I think in the realm of Call of Duty, the story kind of fit that mm-hmm. in a way. Um, I don't think it was overused or forced. Like, it didn't seem out of place. Like, um, like Black Ops, you dealt with Markarov. So you were going to deal with more Eastern European and Middle Eastern. It, it just made sense. And like I said before, you're not going to be dealing with, like, Russian, like, Spetsnaz and then have, like, North Korean. Like, that doesn't make – it didn't make sense, like, at where, how the game was set. So I don't think it was overused. I mean, if you think about first-person shooters, I mean – I mean, most of them, that, that setting lends itself to using them, but then, like, when you play, like, other shooters that aren't, aren't realistic, quote-unquote, like Bulletstorm, there's no race or nationality involved, really. Um, I mean, Call of Duty usually sets the, the... The setting is designed for that. It's not all over the place. Yeah, and I think when the controversy about Far Cry came, it was just like you're seeing white people, these religious white people, like really more as a cult. So, you know, people felt that was offensive because it's taking place in America and white people are seen like this instead of being the American hero. Right. But then if you really think about it, and if you, like, 
if you've ever done research, like, there's plenty of, like, cults, not similar to Far Cry, where they took over a town, but, like, I mean, there's so many cults that, uh, that it kind of mimics in a way, like, obviously they made it, like, we're not talking Waco, like, that would make a boring video game. Like, what, are you just going to assault one compound? It makes more sense to expand Waco and make it this whole town got taken over. But then it's not like you still have people that are good in the town that are you're trying to help. Right. Like, I, I guess, like, the Charleston attack, um, like, when all these white people came with these Target Tiki torches, I still think that's funny. Um, it was just, like, this rise of hatred and stuff being placed in something like Far Cry, um, to me, is a big step because if you look at Far Cry 3 and you look at Far Cry 4 and the, the settings that they, they take place in that, you get a viewpoint of the race that and the stereotypes that they place in those games. You play as a white guy who has to save the world from these crazy people from different races and we don't really say anything about that but when we're playing a white person versus another white team uh they they have to be they have to be evil in the sense that they're trying to take over the world or their dictatorship or something like that like we don't never we never get the chance to play as a russian or iranian coming to America to fight white people uh, to stop them from blowing up the world or taking over a town and stuff like that to uh, to press their belief and things like that. Like, we never get that stuff. So, it's ne- I feel like it's never fair to Russians and Ar- Iranians and even even some black people. It's not, it's not fair that we got placed in the spotlight but we can't like we uh we can't reverse the bros. Yeah, I can see that. And, and that might be due to the fear of a lack of sales. Yeah, I mean, if you have a I don't I mean, I don't know if go, your card your main card is Go ahead, explain. No, like I was I don't think like if your main character is a Russian, I don't think I think I think an Iranian as a main character mm-hmm. would definitely have there be a greater effect on sales than a Russian as a main character. But also, in the grand scheme of things, I think it depends on what the game is. Yes. I mean, if it's like a... Like you meant... Like, if it's um Far Cry in America and the main character... But see, like, anyone... I mean... All right, so your character's white in Far Cry, but your character could have been black. But in theory, your character had to be American. You were a deputy, and this was where you were working. Well, not necessarily American, but you were a deputy sheriff, like, and you're trying to take back the town. Mm-hmm. I mean, so so in theory, the deputy sheriff would have had to live local. So he wouldn't be, well, he could be Russian descent or Iranian descent, but... In theory, he'd be American because he was working as a sheriff. He was he living in the general area. So I think it would we'd have to. I mean, developers need to make 
non-whites their main character. Yeah, because I I wonder if they make their characters they make characters non-whites, would people start to pay attention to story and character development? Because I think sometimes that gets ignored because you're playing as uh, just a white character. You know, right. and, and so that doesn't cause any that doesn't cause any conflict or anything, um, in in a sense. Yeah, I mean, but I guess it's also where the developers are located. This is their go to is the white male. Yes, or I mean, look at Horizon, the white female. Yeah. And I think it dep- It really depends on, I mean, we live in the U.S., like, developer here, probably, that just makes more, because they figure their audience, their target, they don't, maybe they don't think about the overseas numbers as much as they do what's right here, and they see, and they want to relate. But, I mean, it depends on the gamer, too. I don't, re- I don't relate to... <laughs> Like, I don't relate to the characters I play as. Like, because, I mean, it is a video game. I'll admit it's not real. Like, I don't, I'll go from playing Aloy, I'll play the sheriff in Far Cry. The character I made in Terra is female, and then I'll play as Tony Hawk. I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I'm putting them in my shoes. That's why, like I mentioned, I don't care for the character creator. I'm not trying to make them look like me. But I, I think there would be more people need then to speak up that they want to see a Russian or an Iranian. But I, I would bet most people don't necessarily care. They just want to play, like, the char- especially if you don't see the character. Yes. They're not, they're not going to care, like... Say you threw an Iranian or a Korean or anything in the role, the Far Cry 5 role, minus the first cutscene, I haven't finished yet, but you don't see, unless you die and the cutscene pans out, you don't see your character. And then what would it be like? I wonder if it would be like an uproar, like people beat the game and then they reveal he's not. But I don't think it would be an uproar. And that would have to mean that they would have to make Far Cry in a third person perspective in right. order to have uh, your, that character that you created have some kind of related factor to you because I think when it comes to relating to characters I think it's the struggles and the conflict that character uh, it, it, it deals with you know um, like if you look at Mafia 3 you look at the main character there who's mixed uh, you see, just you really see just a black person. You don't really pay attention that he's mixed, but you just see him as a black person. And when he's walking around, so, uh, there might be a white person grabbing their purse and stuff, you know, because it's the time period that he is put in, and he had to deal with. It's just like this is the so this is the social economic well not economic this is the uh society that he lived in where people are viewed and have their opinions about other races. And so, right. so someone who grew up during that time, 
if they play Mafia 3, they may understand. Like, I may understand Mafia 3 and the characters because of learning stuff in the black history. I never grew up in that period, but if learning that history, I'd be like, okay, I see the struggles as you as a black character or just a mixed character that she went through. So I, I can understand. But if I've been a person that, that nowadays that's been discriminated and uh, dealt with racism, if I played that same character in Mafia 3, I would be able to relate to him because the stuff that happened to him has happened to me. So we kind of, I kind of begin to understand why the developers made that character go through something. Then at one point when you're playing, does it move from you feel for them to realize like you're playing mafia and you're now, you're taking over all this territory, you're killing people. Are you feeling for him because of the crap he went through? Or do you not care? And he's kind of like, like, he's essentially the, like, like, yeah, GTA, but you're the bad, you're like the, you're like an anti-hero in those games. You're not like, you're not the good guy. Like, I get it, you could relate at first, but then as you progress the game, uh, I mean, you're technically becoming a worse person than you, like, you're taking over this territory, you're, I mean, you're killing people, you're going on assassination missions, so, like, at one point, does it... I feel if the game doesn't focus on the issue, yeah. if it's more just a backstory, then it doesn't really... Sure, some people may relate. Some people may not even care and buy the game anyway. Right. Because I've... I, Final Fantasy IX, I love that game. And VV is a character that I can relate to because... Of like the one part that he's getting bullied on and the low self confidence that he had, I was just like, I sometimes could see myself in him, or I, I, I see myself in him because I've been through that. And even though that doesn't deal with race or stereotypes, him just as a character going through that would make me uh, relate to him. And I think, I think with gangs that's trying to tell a narrative. Ask that. I definitely Grand Theft Auto never does that. Never wants to deal with a narrative like that. They just want to give you the option on this is your mission. You do it the way that you want to do it and forget what else is around you as a character. Yeah. I mean, if you think about the last few GTAs, weren't always the um, just the normal white guy. Right. I mean, yeah, five, you played as two white guys, but you also played as black guys. Four, you played as an Eastern European. Three, you're a black guy. Um, no, wait, three, you were in San Andreas. San Andreas, you were. yeah. Um, so it's not, but, like, I think, I mean, GTA is, I think, a bad example for that because no matter who you are, I mean, even when you beat the game, it's not like you're like, oh, you saved the, like, you're a superhero and you saved everyone. Like, you're a terrible person and you end up just taking over the entire city. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> like, you're not, like, like, I think that, like, like, Horizon, I know you mentioned that, that we were talking about, like, they address, like, that's a focus, of, that's part of the focus of the game. 
Like you, you like your character actually experiences the diversity and hate, like coming at you. But you don't like. It's not like you go ahead and start killing people, right? Like you, you like Wolfenstein. Like you see it. Like you see the Nazis. But it's not like you're experiencing like being like BJ just starts killing them. Like Aloy, like gets like. Like, that, that scene when she's a little kid, like, she gets uh-huh. teased, like, you actually, you're playing it, like, you get called names, like, as you're playing the game, you're experiencing it. You're, 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 you're experiencing that discrimination. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, uh, in the airport level of Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, did it make sense, and was it needed for a game like that? So, and uh, if you guys haven't listened to the last two, uh, when it comes to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, you're in this airport and you have an option to shoot uh, the patrons that's in it. You play as this uh, Russian spy or you play as this Russian um, uh, and, you know, you could press the button and kill them or you could just pretty much walk through uh, the level while the AI just shoots everybody. Um, do you think that was needed in a game like that? Well, you were infiltrating a terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would have been... See, I don't know how they would have played it out, but say you didn't do it, maybe it's a game over then. Like, you have a choice of not doing it, but if I remember correctly, it goes forward even if you do the shooting or not. Yes. But it'd be kind of cool, like, not, I mean, obviously not killing everyone's cool, but if you don't do it, Markroff turns around and, like, calls you a mole or a traitor and shoots you, and it's game over. Like, it's kind of one of those you could choose, but if you don't, you die. Like, I think that would have been, because it doesn't matter if you do it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it has no bearing on... It's not one of those, if I do this now, it's going to affect me later, or if I don't do this. It, I mean, it, it made sense. Like, I know people, like, I know people were upset about it, but I mean, the whole game has you killing people. I mean, right. what, I mean, it's okay to just shoot, just because, like, I get it, they're unarmed, but you're infiltrating a terrorist organization. So they want to show that impact. Well, I'm, I want to ask you this question. Uh, I don't know if you remember Columbine RPG. Uh, I remember it. I never really played it. Well, yeah. Okay. But you understand the premise of it, um, that you played as, you know, the killers from the real tragedy. You're playing it in like a role play setting that you're actually killing innocents. Do you think that something like that would be acceptable today because even a game like hatred you know it got the ao rating and 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 stuff like that do you think stuff games like that can be accepted um even though that doesn't deal with, with like racism or stereotypes but you're seen as this angry white person or this angry white character who's on a killing spree I mean, I'm still shocked that, I mean, I know it was 2005, but the fact that it even was able to be released, like, that's literally taking a terrible event and putting you 
in the road. It's not like this is Columbine and we're going to sensationalize it and now you're going to save the day and you're like, you go through all these levels and at the end of the game, you stop the massacre. Mm -hmm. No, you're like literally just recreating the massacre. Like, so that's, I feel that's more in, that's definitely miles ahead in sensitivity over the call of duty thing. Like, you're infiltrating a terrorist organization and you shoot up the airport. I mean, it's not like, like this was a real event and you're just recreating exactly what happened. Do, do you, like, personally for you, do you feel like games like that shouldn't be created? Uh, because oh, you, might, cause you might feel like, well, I know this is not a game for me, but I'm just offended that it was created in the first place, that someone thought this was a good idea to get a point across. And oh, no, might... Yeah, no, no. Okay. The game shouldn't have been created. Like, there's, like, like, there shouldn't be a game where, like, 9-11, like, you, like, that happens. Mm-hmm. Like, there shouldn't be a game like that, like... Modern Warfare, though, is completely fictional. So a scene of you just shooting up an airport is not really... Sure, people could relate it to an airport shooting, but it's not really based... This, I mean, a game like Columbine should have never come out. Like, and I don't think it would today. If someone had made that, I don't think it would have... I think it would have been taken down a lot quicker than it did. But a game like Hatred did come out. And I know all of that stuff is on PC, and that's a whole different crowd. But I'm like, if it's their own website, and this is the only way to buy it and play it on their own website, you know, do you think that... Do you think that they're not thinking things clearly? Because... It's, it doesn't become a race thing or it doesn't become a stereo, uh, stereotype thing. It becomes just completely offensive. Oh, yeah, no. And the, the people who make them either have no care for anyone else or they just want the attention, mm-hmm. whether it's negative or positive. Yeah, because I, I feel like they're saying one thing, but what issue that they're trying to... Uh, tell through their game you don't see none of that in the game and so they missed the mark of that issue right like I understand games being delayed when something happens mm-hmm. um, in, in a sense but I mean if it's it's almost like if it's completely unrelated does it really need to be like, I'm trying, there was a game last year that was delayed because of a bombing. But, like, the game had nothing to do with that, but in the game you did, like, there were terrorism, acts of terrorism, and they delayed the game. Like, uh, I can't think of the name. It wasn't that, it wasn't really well received. Oh, uh, goodness, I know, no, because it wasn't Metal Gear. I know Metal Gear 2 got delayed for the same thing. Uh, because of the twin twin towers, something was like was like it, but that was long ago. I cannot think of it. 
I know what you're talking about, and I cannot think what game it was. Hmm. I have to look it up. Well, uh, anything else you have to say about that or anything? I mean, try like, like the real life stuff, like it, because it always just ties into then it, and it, even though there's no proof, it just reinforces for those people who think video games cause violence, mm-hmm. and I think a game like the Colum- the Super Columbine, just adds ammo to them, even though it's been proven over and over that there's no correlation to but so like but I think it it just adds fuel to the it's almost like well let's make it a controversy again yeah well uh <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto uh crime ridden morals is based on stereotypes um it's a comforting to enjoy Caucasians and other races playing uh, GTA San Andreas and do you think San Andreas should have been developed by a black team or do you think that the Grand Theft Auto series just in general needs to be if they want to bring this out there need to be a different team full of different races making this game but let's 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 deal with the first one do you think Caucasians who play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas do you think it was cool for them to play that, like enjoy it and anything. San Andreas is what is that with CJ? Yeah, it's the one that takes place like in the West Coast, uh, and like as you game. took over the territory, like it would color the map. Yeah, right. A, a lot of it was just like nigger this and MF this. Like they would try to incorporate like Boys in the Hood and the nineties kind of. Gangster, uh, the West See, Coast gangster like uh, scene. I'm trying to. I feel like when did when did it come out? It came out, I think, in maybe ninety six, ninety seven. Oh no, San Jose was oh four. Oh, really? oh yeah, because that's was that the PlayStation Two era? Yep. Okay. Okay, so I was in college when it came out. So I, maybe I was more desensitized. Like I did, like like I mentioned GTA Five, like that kind of like the the end this, the F, like that bothered me more now. Maybe because I was in college, I didn't really care. Mm-hmm. But from what I remember from the game, I feel like if I played that today, I'd get more. Not, I don't want to say I, I'm offended. Like GTA Five didn't offend me. I was more annoyed. Like, I felt like it was just annoying to listen to it over and over. Like, I wasn't offended by it, because mm-hmm. why would I be? I, it didn't, it wasn't against me. It's not, I'm not offended. But, it, so I, I feel like San Andreas would have the same effect today. Um, but, I mean, do we know rock stars, all Caucasians? By the people who wrote it and developed it, yeah, most of them were Caucasians. Okay. But I think it's because it's trying to mimic something. I don't know. I mean, I guess you can change it up and make it. But, like, are you making it, like, rich white neighborhoods that you're trying to take over? Like, are there, like, I think, like, it sounds stupid, but, like, 
you like GTA, like San Andreas, you were taking over territory from the rival gangs. Mm-hmm. So I think the setting has to be that there's gangs roaming these other areas. So you can't, it has to be like, like I'm not saying it has to be black neighborhoods, but it has to be poor poor neighborhoods that would that actually would lend itself to have gangs that rule each different neighborhood i mean i guess you could change races there's there'd be a way to do it but i think it has to have poor neighborhoods whether it's black white anything but it had like the setting required like that requires it for the game to work the way it did well do you think that just with the language being used that, you know, with a, a whole bunch of white people having to hear this, it, it might be different now than it was during that time. But, like, do you do you think that white people hearing a lot of the N-word, uh, do you think that's just like, uh, they, they, but you guys overusing it, I don't think white people are going to let this go over their head. But it seems that it did because it sold very well. I think, sure, it definitely was overused, just like GTA Five. But the problem is, like, GTA always uses authentic music. And, like, when you play the songs on the radio, mm-hmm. those were actual songs released in real life, not a video game, that oh, probably overused that language and those words. So they're almost, in a way, mimic it and they justify it because... If those are the songs of the day, why wouldn't the people, if the if people making songs are saying it, why wouldn't the people walking around say it? So while I feel it's overused, in a way it's used just because that's it was trying to mimic what was going, like the, the the ninety, the nineties, and the it was trying to mimic the rap songs that are in the game, mm. and I don't. I mean, it sold well. It didn't really. I mean, GTA always offends people, but not for that. I mean, but it's like some some mom because her twelve year old played it. It's like, well, I'm offended that you let your twelve year old play it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. They did their job of putting a rating on it, so you overlooked the rating to buy this game because it's just your kid. Like I, I'm more offend, like that offends me more. Like and as a parent, like I mean, my daughter's only three. I don't have to worry about that. She, I mean, she could. She plays Mario. She pushes the button over and over. She dies three times to the Goomba in World One One, and then <laughs> we're done for the day. But so I don't have to worry about her playing GTA. But like. She's not, for me, I can say this now, she's not playing a Grand Theft Auto till she has to go herself, get carded with a real ID, and then she can pick it up. Like, I never, I mean, my parents took me, obviously, to the store, but, like, we're talking, like, Toys R Us, we pull the ticket down, go to the window. Well, well. When we were growing up, we didn't have games where it was like, oh, this is rated, like, someone needs ID. If the game requires ID, even from the parent, that should bring up, like, a red, which should bring up a red flag. And, like, so if, if, if those are the people making the argument that it's, um, 
the language is overused, the N-words overused, the cursing, the, the sex, the drugs, because they're 13-year-olds seeing it, your that like your thirteen year old shouldn't be the one. It should be if if like twenty five year old college kids are offended by it. That's different because those are sen more sensible people who can think on their own, not some twelve year old who's just trying to copy it. Yeah, it's weird. Definitely, like for me, when it came to even with Reddit games, I was exposed to it at the arcade. Because like the only unrated game that I really know was like Mortal was Mortal Kombat, mm -hmm. and that was a fighting game that digitized blood came out after you hit them. I'm like you actually have to get skill for that. Like I wasn't into yeah. Night Trap. Night Trap looks horrible as a game. I didn't care about that game. It, it didn't to me. It didn't prim, no. It didn't do nothing with sex or drugs or anything like that. Uh, and so like when Mortal Kombat 2 came out and I asked my mom to get it, I went with her at Target and stuff and they asked, and my mom asked me do I know about this game and have I played it? I'm just like, I played it in the arcade and of course in the arcade, you're not carded for anything. You're just playing the arcade game. Right. And now, because we don't really have arcades, parents don't have no notice about what games are coming out. They just know that their kid wanted, it, they'll buy it, and they'll put it in their kid's hands. Now, even if it's a team-rated game, you kind of got to... The, the online, the the dialogue online with players, is the it has become toxic and offensive than the game itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so... Uh, the of a video game that's not even dealing with racism or stereotypes, you have to deal with racism and stereotypes in the real world, and that's kind of scary, in a sense. Yeah. So, um, but well, do you think that Grand Theft Auto needs to be developed by different races and different genders in order to present characters that that make sense? Because we we uh, in the past episodes we talk about women and their roles, and they're pretty much just prostitutes that you get energy from, or they're in the background being dancers. I think I'd like to see a game solely developed by black developers, not just GTA, but just to see what the difference is. Okay. Like, like, um, like I'm sure there's macho guys out there who, when you tell them that there was a female in charge of Uncharted, would be like, no, that can't be. Like, when Amy Hennig did the first three. But, like, so I'd be curious to see, like, if there's a, like, I'd, like, a, it's almost like I'd want to see a first-person shooter developed by all white people, mm -hmm. which I guess you could say kill zone, because I'm pretty sure, I'm, I mean, most of that staff was white. I mean, there's, we, though, they're European, but I can't think of where. And then see a game primarily developed by black developers. 
and then see if there is a difference. I mean, maybe a game like GTA would have a more pronounced difference because it's the because like most shooters, you don't really have. You might have language in there, but it's a shooter. You're not dealing with like any social stuff, right? But I think I'd I'd have to see what the if if that is even a difference maker. Because we we talk about Fifty Cent. Uh... Uh, the, the his second game, Santa Time or something, whatever, with the dumb uh, crystal skull or jewelry, mm-hmm. and you're fighting pretty much Iranians. And of course, a white developer made that. Uh, do you think like a black developer could have made something different, where it didn't have to deal with it? Uh, him being in the Middle East doing a a rap concert because like th- that's just out of place in the first place with film like 50 cent in the middle east and he's accepting like a jewel crusted score as payment but that could have been 50's idea because i know he's part of the development so whether the rest of the staff was white or black that could have been his idea yeah that, well i i know they presented it to 50 and you know, they went through that whole game with having 50s approval. Yeah. So. I mean, like I said, I'd have to see to make that decision if it would be better. Okay. Well, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn deals with diversity and hate and so very well in the millions. Since many felt it handled it correctly, would that be the right way to show discrimination and stereotypes being addressed? So, uh, I believe me and you both finished Horizon Zero Dawn, correct? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah, you have the platinum. Uh, I got the... I'm work, Jason. I am working on that platinum for Ratchet and Clank, and I'm working on the platinum for Horizon. These games are long. <laughs> Uh, I know uh, that 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 Ratchet and Clank one thirty five platinum uh trophy. That thing ain't no joke. So oh no, Horizon definitely dealt with it in the right way. Yeah, I mean, the Horizon was my game of the year last year, and it was. I think the those issues actually get. Um, overlooked in the sense because the game was, I mean, a phenomenal game. Yes, sure, it it, sure, it had like facial animation issues, like, but I mean, most games have some issues. There's no perfect game. Well, I mean, we'll see. God of War seems to be a perfect game, but mm-hmm. we'll find out in 48 hours. Um, Are you getting uh, a digital version or? Oh yeah, no, it's it's already preloaded. Oh, it's preloaded. Okay. Yeah, oh, I'm playing. Uh, I'm playing at midnight tomorrow. I'm going to Target Friday to get it. Um, yeah, I'll be playing at midnight tomorrow night. I'm going to go see Super Troopers two tomorrow night at ten. When I get out, coming home, playing God of War. You know, I have not seen the trailer for that movie. What? You gotta yeah. check. Because I I knew they was doing one, uh, but I didn't see like no trailer or no release date for it. Because I enjoyed the first one. I thought the first one was funny. But, um, yeah, Horizon was a phenomenal game, like I said. But I think when you really look at it, it did deal with those issues more front and center than, like, they showed how, like, your whole 
sure, your whole mission was to find the source of the the machines and whatnot, but, like, it did boil down to, like, it kind of, like, hate, diversity and hate was, was the reason that you were looking for it and nobody else. Because, like, you had to prove yourself to be part of the tribe. Right. And doing so, you became essentially not better, but, like, you became, what was the, was it a speaker? What did you... What did she become? Um, was it called a speaker? I think I can't so. Think yeah. So like she was the, the one to leave the tribe, and but the, she was like welcomed back into the tribe in a sense, but not by everyone at first. Like that, the captain of the guard like hated you. Like he didn't even he wanted you to go out of the gates and never come back, even after you were accepted by like the um those the women this yeah. the. The Sears. Um, but then I guess as the game progressed, it kind of, it loses that a little because you move beyond that because now you're just saving, you're investigating and saving your people. But I think it did a good job dealing with, like you saw how she was an outcast and it made a point like that you were, and like they showed dead cutscenes where she was an outcast. Yeah. And I, but I think it had just enough. It it, it was good to see that, like race, the race in the game where they were never judged, no matter what tribe it was. There was no racism. Everybody was just like, we are part of community. We are survivors of this world, and we're trying to survive with these electronic dinosaurs on this planet. You know, and. You know, Aloy being the outcast, it's like that's the rep- only representation of discrimination that you see throughout this game. But here she is, like taking care of black people, helping like gay people, helping people with mental problems. Like there was no judging on Aloy's part. Now you had the option when you finished the mission to say something negative if you wanted to. But, like, for me, I always did the positive thing because I wanted to prove to the AI, I should say, or those other characters that I'm a good person and you can put your trust in me and that I will fight for you. Um, I'm not what you think I am. So let my actions speak. And now that my actions have spoke, now would you accept me? Now do you believe that I'm not what you thought I was. I surpassed your expectations. Yeah. You know. Um and it, it's I I think uh I know it, that was your game of the year. I it actually tied up with Breath of the Wild for me. I gave game of the year to Breath of the Wild and Horizon cuz they both do something sp- different and they both give you different experiences where Breath of the Wild, you could tell your own story about what you did. And Horizon did something in this narrative that a lot of triple A developers would never touch. You know, it even like Hell, uh, I'm, uh, we talk about Hellblade in the other episodes that, uh, Sienna, uh, like how, how Ninja Theory dealt with mental in, uh, mental illness or mental health. That was just like, this is a great portrayal. 
And we need, I think, as developers, we, well, not as, not as developers, I think developers need to ch- showcase more stuff like this. So we, as the gamer, can experience different stories that deal with these things. Yeah. You know, because if, if, if we think of mental health, we think of probably something like Silent Hill, because it's psychological. Yeah, definitely. That's more, yeah. So, um, we we touched on a little bit of Resident Evil Five, but um, I want to ask: uh, Resident Evil Five was controversial, and it sold very well. Resident Evil Four dealt with uh, Spain, like Spain, like kind of a fake Spain or a Hispanic Spanish, and not one controversy came from it. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? So, I stopped playing Resident Evil after. I think, is it four is the way the president's daughter's kidnapped? Yeah, that's four. But I remember the controversy for five. But, like, when I looked into it, I didn't see it as, like, the plot took you to Africa. Like I said before, like, I mean, what what did people expect to see? I mean... Because it was Chris Redfield, who was a white guy shooting right. black, black characters. Yeah. But like Chris Redfield's been in the game. Yes. Like I, I just, I, I guess I'm oversimplifying it, but um, but you got to remember who developed the game. It was made like it's a Japanese developer. Yes. So you have to remember that. While I'm not saying there's no racism in Japan, they don't look, they look at it like they have a different experience with it. So maybe to them, they didn't even see anything wrong with what they did. Yeah, because it takes place in Africa, you know, it only makes sense to put like African, Africans in there. And, but their race doesn't even matter because they've been all have been affected and they're trying to kill you. So, you know, they made a game to a piece to the West where you're shooting, you're shooting these enemies to survive. That would have been better if Chris Redfield was black. That I don't know. I, I wonder if there was of both characters where black protagonists Will would that make a difference? Because <laughs> it's, like, it's almost it's... like, it, oh, sure, ahead. if it, it's not deemed racist, but then like, so you can't have white people shoot black people. You can't have black people shoot Koreans. You can't have Russians shoot Chinese. Like it's almost like, I mean, are you like? You can't be pol- like you can't be politically correct. Like that's not game, but the but the games aren't designed to. I don't think game like developers are making like trying to make a social justice point. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't make Chris Redfield shoot black people to make a point and bring about a bring about a discussion. Like I highly doubt that's the reason. Like the Redfields have been in all the Resident Evils. Um, the story took the game to Africa. I mean, 
it was bound to like I mean I think people are just stretching for a reason to but what was he supposed to do not defend himself in any way well I think people just felt uh, I don't know if it was a time where black people were getting killed by white cops and stuff like that but I think people just had this notion that you know, it shouldn't have been a white person killing all these black people. Um, maybe because like, it was a social issue or anything like that. Um, but if you remember, like, the village he walked through, uh-huh. like, it wasn't a good area. Like, there were, like, yes. like, there were, like, even without him there, it was depicted as the people there weren't good people. So, like, yeah, sure. I mean, it's like cliche, like, oh, they're all bad people. They happen to be black. The the hero's white. But that doesn't mean it's, it, like, sure, it sounds naive on my part, but he's in Africa. What color people did you expect? Who knows? It's, like, I, I, I... No, but, like, I'm saying, like, they clearly, it's not a fiction. If it was a fictional place, and yeah. he's white, and they're black, then... You're towing that line where it could be deemed, well, this is kind of racist, but he's, it's clearly identified as an African village. Yes. So, I mean, unless it was like South Africa and it was like more white people, but like he's in a like poor African village that if you were to visit that today, you would predominantly be black probably. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like, like people want the games to have some realism, but if like it's almost like if you're too realistic, they don't like it. But then if it's completely fictional, you're called out for being a racist because why does it have to be a white guy shooting a black guy? And, and you gotta understand the history of Resident Evil. It's a survival horror game. People are are infected. So you're fighting, yeah. you're fighting zombies, or you're fighting the infected. Even when you're when you when you're walking through the town with Shiva, you see that these people don't look right. So you know there's nothing good going on. So, I, I get. I think it's people who just look at it on the outside once again making this an issue. And once again, we bring these issues up. And even when the sale, even when the game comes out at the sale, that issue just automatically dies out. Like, you know, we had this shooting in Florida. And the talk about, you know, how video games make you, I guess, better shooters and stuff. Now look at the conversation. It's nowhere to be found. Right. So, I mean... It's, it's, I don't. Oh, go ahead. I mean, we we can't speak for the developer, but like, I don't think the developers are intending to be racist, so to speak. Yeah, right. That I agree. But I mean, there are games that, like the original Shadow Warrior, not the like I'm talking about the 3D realms, the one that came out right after Duke Nukem 3D, mm-hmm. not the the current gen one. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It is incredibly inappropriate, the stuff that Lo Wang says. 
it's it's racist it's like insensitive to like asians like it's awful it i mean it's funny i mean if you have a sense of humor i mean it's not intended to be it's just he's that's his purpose but is it better because he's asian so he could say it then i mean he's a video game character he's calling out like like it should be it's regardless of that he's asian but like they're not um like gta they're rockstar's not making these choices to use the n-word to see how many people they can offend like um vice uh gta vice city like there's those gang wars between the haitians and the cubans but like it's miami in the 80s so what did you i mean that's kind of like they're trying to make it authentic like i think i feel like sometimes the race controversy in games is just blown out of proportion because people want it to be yeah. Like they're reaching, they're reaching in a way. Yeah, it 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 comes up from time to time, but then it just dies out. Um. Oh yeah, none of these race controversies last long in video games. And it it's just like, and I think some people who even make those statements, we are if you're not gonna buy the game, don't buy it. But I, I think people who do buy it, they shouldn't be sh- shunned or judged. You know, they paid their money to get this game, and they have every right to experience what the what is being told in that story. I mean, in that game, because you know, you could you could be badass ever about Chris Redfield shooting black people, but what if the gameplay was terrible? Right. You, as a person who who shunned the game and all the people who played it, you will never know that the gameplay is terrible, because you are someone who just see it from one one. You you see it, you make your viewpoint, and that's it. I'm like, well, if you're gonna justify your viewpoint or anything, pick the game up, play all the way through, and then make your commentary, because the whole narrative might change. You can't really, you can't really sometimes judge a whole thing just by a snippet. Because that's how I was with Horizon. I, I thought Horizon when they first showed it off, I think thought that was a horrible game because of the premise that they show. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. And yeah, it looks beautiful, but I was upset about the premise. I had to play the full game, and it looked like they some, some things got changed. And I enjoyed the Horizon. I did. I love the story that it was told. Right, and like I said, if it was a fictional place, mm-hmm. then you make the argument because then it's like, why does it have to be a white guy killing black people in a fictional setting? But like, if you're making, if you're using authentic locales, like. Why would you make Africa be populated by white people? Just so it's not considered racist that Chris is killing them. Like, it's supposed to be Africa. Right. Like, it's it's like you can't win in a way. Like, do you make it completely 
fictional location that makes the people, the person killing the people the same race? Or do you make it authentic, but then what do you have to do? Change your main character's race, uh, religion, or creed because, so it's not offensive? Yeah. I understand where you come from. Yeah. Like there's... Oh, go ahead. No, no, I mean, I feel like there's more, there's definitely more controversy in games that are not race related. That actually hold a little more water than like the Resident Evil 5 one or like, because the the race complaints are, like we said, they usually die down. You don't hear about it at all. Even... Uh, me and Jessica, we was talking about even sometimes the sexism. Like we talked about the Bayonetta two controversy, and we talked about Fat Princess. Like how you know you feed in this, you feed in this princess cake, and she gets fat, and you know people got mad about that because of this character being obese. Well, she's obese for that reason. Uh, not because of the title. I mean, the title already tells you what, why she's, you know, why she's kind of big. But the gameplay mechanic is that if the other team picks up the princess, it slows her down because her weight is slowing them down. She's too heavy, so that gives you the other team a chance to attack and get the princess back. You gotta be strategic. And I think a lot of people didn't see that. They just seen that, oh, uh, a person who's fat is because they eat cake, and it, it has to be a woman. So not only is it sexist, it's kind of demeaning to overweight people. And it's just like, well, you got to understand what the game premise is. Right. And then, like, that died out after the game came out. It's just like, well, well... There, I mean, because you really can't do no protest because it's a digital title. So, like, you're going to stand in front of a toy store or or a retail store and try to protest something that's not even in their store to sell? Yeah, exactly. So, it, it, it is, it's, just, it's just so weird. Uh, but uh, we're going to move on because we only got, got two more questions. Um, do we... Uh, do we demand better representation of video games or do we accept what is offered as the norm? Now, for you, uh, and like I said, once again, don't take no offense to this, uh, but you as a mixed person, do you think mixed people should be represented in games? I think it's tough. I mean, you either accept it or you don't care. But like I said before, I mean, if you don't even see the character, mm-hmm. I mean, unless it's um, pertinent to the plot, I mean, does it, I mean, to me, does it, I, personally, it doesn't matter. Like, like I said, you don't even see your character 90% of the time. I can't even think of the last, oh, Ghost Recon was the last time I played a game that I could see the character, but mm-hmm. prior to that, I mean, Far Cry, you don't see it. Well, and then, and then other games where you do see it, it's completely fiction. Like, I just played um, Extinction. You see a character the whole time, but this that's a completely fantasy-based... So does it, that doesn't... That shouldn't even be in the conversation, because it's completely fantasy. 
what do you think uh or well would you like to see a character that's mixed that you know you see their parents one is black one is white or different races and they form this character uh would you like to would you like to see that i don't know if i would but um didn't far cry do that when you're picking what your character looks like that i don't know yeah they did uh, uh, Far Cry 5? Yeah, you pick, um... You pick what you... Was it Far Cry 5 or something? I think it's something else. There was a game I just recently played. It might have been Far Cry 5. Where you pick the, um... What your parents look like. And it determines what the baby... What the, the child looks like. Okay. Hmm. Let's look into that. Um, well, I mean... Like... Well, what kind of representation do you feel should be in a video game that you might be able to connect with? Even though you might not care, it's good to see. Um, to be honest, I, there would be no... Nothing would push me any harder to buy a game. But to being completely honest, if, I'm, if, it's a, if it's in the genre of a game I like... I'm getting it. If it's not, I'm not getting it regardless of... Like, if a game came out, like, a Firewatch type, yeah. and the main character's mixed, and you see them, I hate walking simulators. Like, I want to buy them and burn them. I hate... <laughs> I think... I can't stand... Like, like, I'll never play Firewatch. I think it's, like... Uh, no. I don't want to play... That's a, That's pointless. So, like... It, like I said before, it, and it's, it may sound naive, but like, if it's a game I like, I'm getting it, regardless of who the main character is. Mm. Well, w- would you be willing to try it first? Like, if they gave, if they put out a demo, would you at least be willing to try it before sure. you make a decision? Sure. Okay. Um, Okay, and last question. Uh, what would you like to uh, What would you like to change, and what options can you offer? Like, what would you like to change when it comes to maybe video games dealing with racism stereotypes? And like personally, like options, what can you give? Um, maybe. I mean, like I said, it doesn't matter to me but maybe when you're doing the character creation for games Mm -hmm. not just color but have like have where you pick a nationality and let that determine based on like where they're from what they look like maybe do that if you want to include more people so it's not just so it's not just white to black and then as you move the slider it determines like the the shade mm-hmm. yeah um, like where they come from their neighborhood their education uh, like if you pick yeah or if yeah if you pick like eastern european they're gonna look more like nico from gta 4 then if you picked like any like um, like your family's from Japan, 
Mm-hmm. Like, have that as an option, maybe, to, so that people can feel that if, 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 like, you're a type of player who wants, who can, wants to relate to their avatar. Yes. Enhance the, like, le- less of the whole size of your eyebrow and ears and more of, like, just what the, like, make those default and make the color of the skin, like, if, or don't even do, like, based on color of skin, do, like, what a typical, like, like, maybe you pick the parents, like, Italian and, and what they could look like together. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I like to call it, like, do a Harvest Moon thing <laughs> where you can marry somebody and they make the next kid that come out, in a sense. But I, under- I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, because... Like, when I do my creative characters, I sometimes try to get them like me, but it's just like, they could go more with that than just doing the physical aspects of the character. Give them, like, a background from where they came from, their education, um, maybe their friends, their attitude, personality, characteristics. Like, do more of that stuff. Because I think that would make more interesting with the character. So when you do interact with the world, maybe you get different dialogue. Yeah, maybe you have an accent yeah. if you do. Oh yeah, I would love to have that. All right, Jason. <laughs> I want to find. Oh, you know what it was? It's CTA Five Online does that. You pick the parents. Oh, okay. You pick. The two parents, and it, like, gives you a, um, it narrows down your template to what they look like. Oh, wow. Uh, so you pick the parents, and then you go from there, and you custom, like, it, it, you pick them first, so it, like, changes your options. That's what it was. I want to ask you a side question, and then we'll end the show, uh, before we do some plugs. Um, uh, the South Park, uh, Difficulty when it had to deal with race. What was your thought about? Oh yeah, that? why was why was not controversial? I, I really don't know. Like, are you kidding? Like, in typical South Park fashion, they didn't even hide it. They basically put the blacker your character is, the harder the game is. Like it was like, really? Like. Just the, the, why? Because they came right out and said it. It was fine. Like I wasn't offended, but it, I guess it's maybe because it's South Park, and you expecting any more from them is like why? Like I guess people expect that from South Park. That expectancy. It, it's kind of well. I mean, it's on a different level of uh, Assassin's Creed Unity when they talked about they couldn't put women in the game and that controversy, like, that stood out more than the difficulty thing in South Park. But like I said, maybe, and it's to put, like, the GTA, you expect GTA, you're going to kill innocent people, run them over, pick up prostitutes. South Park's going to be insensitive to everyone of every color, race, mm-hmm. Creed, uh, anything you would think of. 
So maybe because it's expected, it's not a shock. Like, it, it'd be a shock if it was Skyrim, like, if you picked, um, well, that's probably a bad example, but, like, if you pick a certain race, it's harder. Like, that's almost like how the Soulsborne games, like, you yeah. could pick that, um, I forgot what they're called, but, like, the, like, in Dark Souls, you pick the one character who's, like, um, like, all shriveled up, has no stats, like, so the game starts harder, it's almost like that, like, so if you pick, if you pick a black character, the game's gonna be harder, because you didn't have a good upbringing, you have no money, you're poor, um, health-wise, and, um, socially, and so the game's gonna be harder. It's almost like, but it's a, it's offensive in another game. But in South Park, it's like, no, well, that's typical South Park. Even though it don't work because not all black people has have a hard life. Mm. You know, there are black people who who live in rich neighborhoods who, are, who were born in a rich neighborhood. Like, so. Right. Um, yeah. So. Well, uh, Jason, would you like to plug anything? Sure. Um, Nerds on Platinum. We are live on Tuesday nights, and the audio is usually available on Thursdays. We have been doing trophy hunting, um, which typically goes up on Wednesdays on YouTube. Yes. Um, I am currently doing a Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5 series. Uh, By the way, did you fix the audio? Did you get the audio fixed? I did fix the audio, but then the, uh, but export crashed, so this week we don't have a video, next week we'll have a video up. Yeah. Um, and everybody, like I said, root Jason on, go watch the video, uh, cause I'm, I'm do I'm definitely rooting you on, we don't know why you're playing Tony Hawk 5, but I'm rooting you on. Like, I, I love rooting you and everybody at NGP on, because you guys do fantastic work, and, um, Thank you. I, I just, when I hear you talk, I just like, oh, I want to interact with you <laughs> and stuff. But I, I'm definitely willing you all to get all the trophies and stuff. But go ahead. I'm sorry. But yeah, I mean, check out um, uh, YouTube.com slash NGR Radio. All our shows, not just Nerdscom Platinum, um, Arsenal X, Nintendo Power Block. Um, each of our shows has a, a spinoff or two. Um, to check out um, and if audio is more your thing we're available on um, pretty much every podcast service um, I know Corey's been working on uh, Spotify for us mm-hmm. so that'll be kind of cool to get in Spotify and uh, and, also, and uh, if you want to email us nerdsgoneplatinum at gmail.com or tweet us at ng underscore platinum yes and also you have a review for Extinction. I do. Uh, it can be found at um, whereisthepausebutton.wordpress.com. Um, <laughs> yes. The short, the short version is it's not worth sixty dollars. So if you get it cheaper and you really want to play it, pay less than sixty. Can I do? I read the whole review. I was like, oh, Jason went in <laughs> on this. Yeah, I mean it's not long. It's a I beat it in about nine hours. Um, 
it has its moments of fun. It's just, I think uh, the, the Iron Galaxy was a little too big for their britches. Yeah, th- that game do not look like it's worth $60. I'm like, this thing looked like it was done on Unity, and it should only be $15 or less. Yeah, I mean, you get through six missions, the, the remaining 28 missions are the same thing. Yeah. Oh, that get that's too long. Of doing the same thing over and over. I mean, they upgrade. They make the enemies a little tougher, but besides that, it's if the if the if the boss enemies were more less frequent, mm-hmm. maybe it would have been better, like building up to that. But you face the boss characters every mission, so it's. Almost like, okay, this is boring. Like, And there's only like six, I think six different ones. So across 34 missions, I mean, sure, story-wise, they space them out. They don't introduce the new ones until like every six or seven mission. But like pretty much seen them all. Oh, and I read something. Uh, I read about the power you get at the end of the game when everything is over, and I'm like, wait, oh, yeah. what? I beat the game. I beat the game, and uh, it unlocked uh, additional power. And I'm like, what? What the? What was the point of that? It's um, like when Doom. Uh, I don't know if they fixed it, but when I had platinum, that I had extra talent points in Doom, and I was, well, I was like, but I have all the talents. What do I need the extra talent points for? Uh, I need to go back and Doom. I need to get everything. Uh, Doom was Doom's probably one of my favorite platinums of all time. That, how many how many playthroughs did it take you? Four, but only because my game glitched. I had collected all the Doom guys, uh-huh. and something happened, so I had to do another playthrough. And uh, admittedly, I did it on very easy, but like. Which was a joke. Um, the game's not intended for easy mode. You can't fully enjoy all the the carnage because it's everything dies in like one shot. Oh, I played that thing on normal. I'm like, oh, I'm dying over and over, and I can't do this. I played on not. I played on nightmare. Um, I only did the first mission on ultra nightmare, but um, I the fast pace. I I enjoyed that. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, check out, I try to do reviews every once in a while. Um, I don't get review codes, so if any developers are out there, send them my way. I'll I'll review them early if you want. Yay! I didn't know that you wrote like that. I'm like, oh, I'm like, this is different than when speaking to you, like, in person. I'm like, oh, dang, i, I like, I feel bad. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I need to start writing more. Because <laughs> it, it's a great review, everybody. Do give it a read. Uh, re- Thank you. Yeah, I always, and I'm sure you find, like, you want to play the games, you want to do the reviews, but to, what, where do you, like, I want to keep playing, but no, I got to write, but no, I want to play more. And it's like, so, like, it was easy with Extinction because I beat the game in, like, Two in like I started Friday night, finished Saturday like early afternoon, so it was easy to just write it. Like I find myself like, like I, I said, I wanted to write a God of War review, but I'm probably gonna play it till I platinum, and at that point it's gonna be like three weeks later. Who wants to read? Or the reviews have already been out a week and a half. 
And that, I mean, granted, I have a different style, but like, are people going to be reading a review that's like five weeks old at that point? I think so. I think because yeah, I, I think you know, a lot of people have read the people who have the game, like journalists. Uh, they have that cop. They have those reviews. But I want to see how the community reacts to this, you know, because. You know, you guys might think it's great, and I might think it might be the one of the blandest games ever. I, but I'm picking it up, and I'm and just like you. I'm well, not platinum all the way through, but playing the game and experience with the story and the mechanics and if everything works. Because I'm just like, yeah, it looks beautiful, but I'm just like, well, of course, it's running on powerful hardware. I'm like, what, what do you expect God of War to be? Like, less beautiful? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, uh, I so well, I'm not jealous of you that you're playing it, uh, at twelve o'clock. But you know, you know, I'm just gonna be like, okay, give me the deets. Is it good? <laughs> I have no doubt it's gonna be phenomenal. I, I mean, I've never seen so many reviews immediately praise it. I even read the reviews that didn't give it a hundred, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find negatives in it. I think those are the, just the people who refuse to give any game a perfect score. Well, I wonder if they're going to do a people going to try to do what they did to Breath of the Wild, where when the community write reviews, they didn't clue in that and brought the score down. But I think Metacritic changed all of that. Yeah, because. Yeah, it was a 95 after 86 reviews. That's insane. Yeah, I think there was just like a lot of people's embargo had uh, had opened up, so a lot of reviews. Uh, just I, I don't, I don't see anything topping it, at least PlayStation wise, for Game of the Year. Like, I think Spider Man is going to be phenomenal. I know you think otherwise, but I feel already. A criticism of Spider-Man is, is it's going to be repetitive. And I haven't heard that once about God of War. And I don't think there's any PlayStation exclusives left this year that, like, I don't think Detroit Become Human is going to come even close to what people feel about God of War. Yeah, partly what Corey said about what he played at PAX is it's a big concern. I'm just like, uh-oh. I mean, because I'm still planning to get a... Uh, uh, plan to get uh, um, Detroit, uh, but uh, you know I got to get God of War. Um, not because of the conversation; it's, it's because of something for later on. Um, but I think I think I I don't want to give it Game of the Year yet until just until I play it all. Right, and it's only April. There could be a hidden gem. Right. There's always games that come out that you didn't know about. And who knows what happens at E3. I mean, yeah. Bethesda could come. Honestly, if at E3, and I have already predicted this on my show, they're going to announce Doom 2. And if Bethesda turned around in typical fashion, it goes, and available now on PSN, Doom 2, I have so much more love for Doom that if it's anywhere as good as the first game, I would probably pick that over God of War. Uh, yeah. Well, shoot. But that's what we have to knock it out the park because, because if they, I think they're going to announce Doom 2 
uh, I don't think we're going to get a release date. I think we're no, no, no. I think if we get it, it's going to be in October. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be available now. I just, I, I think it'd be cool, but mm-hmm. we haven't. Heard, I, I think Pete Hines teased it. If I mean, last week we talked about it on the show. Yeah. Um, but I mean, who knows what else? I mean, because there's got to be other games besides God of War and Spider Man. So. Well, I think with Days Gone being delayed, um, I really don't know. Because Ghost of Tsushima probably won't be out for a while. And, um, do, 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 uh, um, Death Stranding probably won't be out until next year. So, like, if those two games don't get dated, yeah, I, I really don't know. And I, I, I'll be proud of 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 Gears of War. If God of War wins Game of the Year for 2018, great job. Complete. Right. Sony, Sony mean, deserves well, it. At best, we have a couple surprise, like sleeper indie hits, but I don't. AAA titles, I don't think we would have heard about them. Well, God, I think God of War is the only. It's the second ten of the year because Celeste got a lot of tens. Well, nines and tens. Um, right. So, like, Celeste and God of War, though, like, those are two of the main ones that's kind of at top. I think God of War is just, just more, uh, more of a triple-A game from Sony mm-hmm. or First Party that I think is going to clean house. Uh, it's it's going to clean house in Game of the Year, I think, for a lot of people. Uh, and we'll see how the game sells. Because I think God yeah, of War needs it. And uh, I know we're going to be doing a spoiler cast in a couple weeks, so. Yeah. So, with that, everybody, uh, you can check out more Optional Opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. kind of want to hear what you guys think. Uh, for those who are mixed or have mixed friends and family, Um, kind of want to know what you guys think uh, about racism and stereotypes in video games if they're overlooked in sales I want to hear about creator uh, customization do you guys like it or not you can email the show at myop2comment at yahoo.com um, you can follow me on twitter at that code Jason where can we once again follow you uh, J with two y's at the end on um, PSN and you can check and Nerds Gone Platinum at Gmail or NG underscore Platinum uh, on Twitter. Yes. And with that, everybody, thank you for tuning in. I have one more section for this, and I hope you guys have uh, been enjoying this these discussions because they've been very good. Um, once again, check out part one with Jared Green and part two with Jessica Howard from Kiss Kiss Gang Game, uh, Jared's from Irrational Passion. And uh, thank you for listening to this one with Jason from Nurse Gone Platinum. And with that, everybody, we will talk to you later. Bye. All right. Take care.